0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
2: with me, Will, and beside me...
1: Sub bitch?
2: Say your name. I'll,
1: I'll say your name on your f***ing gravestone
2: now. <laughs> I'm just going to put in your name here.
1: Annie, come
2: <laughs> In this week's episode, we investigate the case of a mysterious girl called Bunty, who's really just a little witch. And also, we think it might be a reincarnation of Annie herself. We also find out who loves the smell of lynx Africa. And also, how many accents can one person do in a rapid fire quiz that isn't that fast? Join us as we go into the mysteries of the Irish Hello Annie, how are you today?
1: Absolutely fantastic and thanks for having me on again. I
2: wanted to say and I think you'd like to say as well, uh, thanks so much to everybody that joined us on our stereo episode there last week. It was loads of fun Um, 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 it was our first episode and we put the episode up on Patreon for you guys to listen to as well back on it it was good yeah, wasn't it? it was
1: actually it was really good fun and so so many of you were there and sending your questions and sending your stories and it was gas and yeah like we've never used the platform before i actually really really liked it and we said we'd stay on for like 30 40 minutes and we stayed on like for well over an hour so thanks to everyone for being such good sports and hi to everyone who found us through the stereo app and we will be back there on friday this friday at um it's 9 p.m our time so we'll put up a little link to it and you can um just look for us at motu will and motu annie and you will find us on the stereo
2: yeah um so yeah make sure you come along because you can send in little messages and converse with us um annie are you ready for a story this week
1: Oh yes, I am very, very ready for a story. I hope you've got something good for me. It's been a good week since you gave me a good fright. This,
2: in essence, is a time-travelling story about you in a past life. So, without further ado, (laughs) let's go. (laughs) In March 1934 in Tarves, a small village in Aberdeenshire in north-east Scotland, Mr and Mrs Wilkie, a couple in their 80s, along with their nine-year-old granddaughter... Bunty Ross began to hear a voice coming from the walls. At first they were alarmed, but soon they were on a conversational terms with their unexpected lodger. The following exchange between Mr. Wilkie and Beastie, as it became known, was reported in Dundee's The Courier and Advertiser.
1: What are you? Have you four legs? Aye. Have you a tail?
2: No, but I have a beak. In addition to answering the Wilkies' questions, the Beastie, which spoke in a broad Buchan dialect, could repeat the alphabet count to 90, say the Lord's Prayer, and would sing, A bicycle made for two, and hymn, Jesus Loves Me. Now that's a good broad range, of things, Annie, isn't it?
1: Jesus loves me. Oh, yes he does Thank you.
2: And I'm not familiar. <laughs> I'm not familiar with the song "A Bicycle Made for Two but I'd imagine it goes something like this: A bicycle, like two wheels. It's made for two. Two seats on it, cause it's made for two. A bicycle has two, <laughs> and so on you No know rest.
1: <laughs> that is a number one hit single, bitch.
2: I think you, I think you'd agree though that like BC is kind of giving you a taster of what he know. Like he's intelligent. He's telling you he knows the alphabet. He can count numbers. He he's he loves he's um, more intel- religion. He's more
1: intelligent than um. you at this stage of things. Yeah. <laughs>
2: on to, not going to deny it When news of the Wilkie's strange and talented ghost For that's how it was being reported Reached the village and beyond It brought a steady stream of visitors to their home The beastie wasn't shy And it seems no one left the croft without having heard it speak It could be quite direct And would often call out anyone it felt was asking Too much about its identity For the most part, though, the beastie had a wicked sense of humour, as illustrated by this exchange by a local curiosity seeker.
1: Uh, I'll need to be going down the road now.
2: And I'll come home with ye.
1: Did you will not do that?
2: At that, she grabbed her hat and coat and ran out of the house. While newspapers were reporting this as a haunting, it seems that the Wilkies believed that something supernatural was going on. According to the Courier and Advertiser, the general opinion is that a trick is being played on the old folks. But who would play such a mean but convincing and entertaining trick on an elderly couple? Do you like that little picture of the girl?
1: Um, it kind of looks... Does it look familiar to you? I know... Like um, who is it to you? It's the image of me when I was a kid.
2: <laughs> well, I'm glad you said this, because whenever I read the story, I just thought of you doing this. Anyway, I'll continue.
1: <laughs> that is, I'm going to, oh, I was going to say i will put up a picture of I'll, me as a kid, but I had the exact same little bob hairstyle and bitch rocking a spotty dress. So like me, but i uh, continue.
2: I'll put up this picture for you guys on Facebook and Patreon and wherever. Within a few days of the Beastie making the news, it suddenly stopped talking. The evening telegraph of the 26th of March reported, The Voice died on Tuesday night and the family here are lost to explain the reason. It would be another two days before it was revealed that the Voice had stopped because the mystery had been solved. The voice belonged to Bunty, the Wilkie's granddaughter. (laughs) Little bitch! (laughs) Exactly how this was discovered is not clear. There are at least three accounts, and while each account credits one of Bunty's teacher with solving the mystery, they vary in how the teacher made the discovery. According to the Evening Telegraph, The teacher became suspicious during a reading lesson after Bunty lapsed unconsciously into the voice. The teacher noticed something unusual about her voice and became convinced that the little girl was a ventriloquist, explained the telegraph. When questioned, Bunty, a bright youngster, admitted that she was the voice. Another newspaper claimed that The Voice had followed Bunty to school, and while the class was being entertained by the Beastie, one of the teachers was closely watching Bunty. The account that appeared in the Aberdeen Press and Journal on the 29th of March seems to suggest that something more troubling than a practical joke was going on. A child in genuine distress perhaps? When she first attended Bartell Chapel School some months ago, she was a fluent speaker and reader. Last week, however, she developed a serious stammer, some of her words being entirely incoherent. In consequence of inquiries then made, it was found that she possessed a ventriloquial voice.
1: <laughs> I am so proud of you for saying that word.
2: <laughs> Me too, go Following Bunty's confession, other details began to emerge that appeared to confirm her guilt. The Aberdeen Press and Journal reported on a separate incident that happened one day when Bunty and a classmate were walking home from school. Seemingly, a voice began to talk to them from the ditch at the side of the road. When the classmate became frightened, Bunty told her,
1: It was just a trick.
2: And it seems that the locals, well, most of them, were now claiming they'd never been fooled by Bunty's antics. Two of those locals were Mrs. Bonner and Mrs. Sinclair, both of whom had made multiple visits to the croft to hear the voice. According to Bonner and Sinclair, the beastie never spoke until Bunty was in bed and when it spoke Bunty always had her face covered with a book a newspaper or a knitting pattern and her head could be seen to move as the beastie spoke <laughs>
1: <laughs> anybody would have ken it was her said Mrs.
2: said Mrs. Mrs. Oh, sorry. Sa- said yourself no I do <laughs> not think so Mrs. <laughs> that
1: we fucking bitch <laughs> of a bear anyone would have known it was her
2: Said, said Mrs. Sinclair. So was Bunty responsible for the voice? If so, why did she do it? How did she do it? Unfortunately, Bunty's willingness to talk about the voice ended with her confession. She never spoke of it again. On trying to get her to talk about it, a reporter from the Aberdeen Press and Journal wrote, She simply smiled, but would not speak a word. She would not even reveal how she came to use her unnatural voice, but it is almost certain that she never saw a professional ventriloquist on the stage. Eleanor Castell, also of the Aberdeen Press and Journal, got the same response from Bunty, and though the girl was happy to spend time with the journalist, she would not talk about the voice and there's another little picture of you Annie in your past (laughs) life with your grandparents (laughs) being a little rip
1: being a little bitch
2: yeah little bitch however spending time with Bunty did give Castell some valuable insight into the girl's incredibly lonely life she told me she had a cat a black one and its name was Topsy but this was her only playmate There was no schoolfellow who came to share her romps. She spent all her time with the old couple, despite having made a full confession to reasonable persons. There were some, including her grandparents, who refused to believe that Bunty had been behind the voice.
1: Bunty had nothing to do with it,
2: Mr. Wilkie told Castell.
1: I tell you, it was a wee beastie that was in the wall.
2: Lizzie Stott, who worked on a neighbouring farm, also firmly believed that Bunty was innocent. In fact, Castell noted that nothing would shake her from her conviction that a supernatural agency had been at work. So why were the Wilkies and Mrs. Stott so confident that Bunty was innocent? It seems that they all had encounters with the beastie at the croft while Bunty was away at school, and that, to the best of my knowledge, was the end of the tarve's beastie story So what are your thoughts Annie
1: <laughs> Do you know what like I think it's nearly even weirder that it was the child like if it was the child doing it like oh, I just, it's just something, something really fucking strange about a little girl like having an uh, uh, like disembodied voice. Like, where did she learn to do it? And she's talking as a different personality. She's fucking freaking me out looking at me there. She's fucking freaking me out. I do not like her. And here's another coincidence. My nan's name was Bunty. (laughs) <laughs> I have
2: such a connection with this story that you were that little <laughs>
1: girl I I'm going to send you a picture I I'm going really to send you feel a picture. <laughs> I'm really going to send you a picture <laughs> Because I feel like <sighs> And here. Like, why was she living with the nan and the, Like where was her mom and dad Like what was going on here Like it seems like there seems like a bit It just seems like a bit of a fucked up situation
2: I don't know, but she has her hairstyle down to a T, and she has a nice little hat.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so <laughs> her little face is like, it's kind of like she's a psychopath. Like, isn't it? Like, she's yeah. just like,
1: Hello. Hello,
2: I'm Beastie. Imagine the grandparents. Oh, Beastie, please stop stabbing us. But Beastie wants to.
1: <laughs>
2: like, she does have that kind of type thing.
1: I love the fact that it was so normal in the first place that the paper was coming over and they were like, Okay, Mr and Mrs. Wilkie, so when does Beastie talk to you? Mm-hmm Oh yes, mm mm-hmm. and what does Beastie say? Like it was all like completely fucking normal that there was like a voice coming from the wall.
2: Yes. Um yeah not hap- like
1: m- not much happens in Scotland, I did be telling you.
2: No, it must have been a slow news week They kind of carried with this She got into the paper a few times Let's say she was delighted when she got in the paper Then shit her pants and was like (laughs) Holy fuck
0: (laughs) This is getting
2: serious now Because people are starting to fucking throw up at the door And they're asking Beastie to fucking do shit And I'm now over it Because I'm only, how old is she? Nine or something
1: Yeah, how old was she when this started?
2: Nine, nine years of age
1: Oh my god what now, do you think i would
2: i would love to know i'd love if they did a follow-up on her when she was an adult to see what yeah. she would say then but unfortunately she ended up being possessed by beastie and died in an exorcism what yeah really jokes added that on as a sequel <laughs> she later went on to be a knitting enthusiast and made one friend who she later killed jokes <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what happened to her but i I, de- I like these stories i'm always just like but what about if it was a little demon thing that was hot following around you know well, what
1: if it was like a, what you know like when kids are young they often like kind of um, oh sorry little young on there. Oh, sorry you know when kids are young they can kind of um, hello Annie. Hello hello. Hello are hey
2: you there? Sorry you broke yeah. off there.
1: Oh sorry. Sorry about that, love. Do you know when kids are younger, they can come, they can sometimes kind of channel spirits and stuff. Like maybe she was actually channeling something else, so it was coming from her. Like I don't know. I think she's such a weird little kid. I'd nearly prefer if the fucking cat was talking. <laughs> <laughs> i nearly prefer. And that was really sad at the end when she was like, I have no one apart from it's a, sc- a cat called Topsy. Actually, she does. Re- <laughs> she does remind me of my younger self. Just me on my own with a fucking cat called Topsy because the other six wouldn't play with me. Scabby cat. Oh, god.
2: Yeah, well, I think that she kind of like, it was just me and little, cho- it's just me and tiny little Topsy, do you know, to be like, oh, fuck, feel sorry for me because I know I'm a psychopath. <laughs> Imagine her in school as well, like and the teacher being like, Okay guys, let's we're going to do the alphabet and she's just like A, B, C, D <laughs> And they're just like, Oh sorry, Bunchy what did you say? And she's just like Nothing, Mrs. Kinderberger.
1: <laughs> Kinderberger. That was a really common name in Scotland in those times.
2: <laughs> She'd actually moved from Russia. <laughs> And then, like, she did have, she did seem to have that friend, though, that walked her home, that walked from school and she heard the voices come from the ditch. But then you're not going to be friends with a girl that's going to be just like, hey, you little bitch, what do you got in your school bag? And then the girl's (laughs) like, what did that say? And she's like, nothing, it's just a little trick, isn't it? (laughs) Do you know? Like, you'd be like, see you tomorrow at school and then go home and cry to your parents and lie awake at night because, like, Bunty's going to get me.
1: Yeah, but you know sometimes you were forced to be like if you were on the same bus, like okay, okay, they probably didn't have buses in Scotland, she's probably walking the thirty miles home back at that stage. Mm. But you know, like you were like now walk home with your neighbor, and you were like, oh, I don't like that neighbor, they're a weirdo, and you'd be like, Hi, yeah, yeah, let's walk together. Oh. <laughs>
2: oh god annie this was you like this was you in a past life i'm sorry it was we found evidence this is evidence once the pictures go up i want you to put up a picture of you as a child on our facebook page as well if you're okay with that of course and then side by side and just we can make comparisons
1: oh my god i was just such a sad looking little fat little shit of a child
2: (laughs) what she's not fat
1: no, but like a little roundy face. Like I had a little roundy face like that. I was cute up, and to, up until the bowl haircut. Okay, bitch. What else interesting have you got for me today?
2: I have Ask Annie Anything.
1: Let's <laughs> move on. Ask Beastie Anything.
3: Ask Bunty Anything. <laughs>
2: This question comes in from Debbie Robertson and she said, what is Annie's favourite smell?
1: Oh my God, that is such a good question. Favourite smell, favourite smell. My favourite smell is the smell of lynx Africa off a man when he passes you in the street.
2: Basic pitch
1: No it is It's totally basic But like I love The smell Of guys um, Aftershave And like guys Shower gel And all that stuff It's so much better Than girls stuff And like Sometimes now Like a young fella Might pass you on the street And you'd be like "Mm," And you'd be like Oh my god Like he's like Fucking Like 16 What are you doing You're fucking (laughs) You're an old woman You could get done for that Well I'm only smelling him Like I'm only smelling him I'm not touching him
2: So just, just, just for the record, your favourite smell is Lynx Africa and you're a paedophile. Okay. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Next question is, this is from Trish Arnold and Trish Arnold asked, what is Annie, Annie's, sorry, what is Annie's go-to TV programme on any platform?
1: Oh my God, Trish, hey girl, I think I know who you is, bitch. Um. This is a hard one now because it very much depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Can I give one for each mood?
2: Whatever you want, any girl.
1: I'll give you two. Like you know, if I'm if I don't want anything serious, it's RuPaul's Drag Race, bitch, always and forever because it always makes me smile and I love it. Um, and then, if not like something like really kind of hard hitting, like not murdery per se, like it doesn't always have to be about murder, but it has to be something like, like
2: Murder button. She Wrote or something.
1: <laughs> like Murder She Wrote or yeah. um, The Love Boat or um, um, Starsky and Hutch, the original one. Uh, no, I'm Money oh Messing. yeah. I don't know at the moment something mad like I try I'm trying Mayor of Easttown very good Kate Winslet very good very good I heard that that was very depressing oh yeah but like I love it then and then I have a little cry after it and then it kind of like it's kind of like cathartic then you have a little cry and then you're like oh my life isn't so bad but then I'll have to finish off the night with something like RuPaul then so I just don't go to bed dreaming of like really sad stuff do you know what I mean Will do you know what I mean
2: Oh, of course.
1: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, I feel very emotional today. Like, I wouldn't be able to watch Mayor of, Mayor of Easton today now. No, no, I wouldn't be able for that now today.
2: Wouldn't be. Right, so okay, like, that's okay. We won't judge you for that then.
1: Like um, is anybody else out there like this now? And I know I'm going off. Please
2: hear but oh, here I don't we give go. A I'll just shit. insert kind of sad music
1: here, <laughs> but. but like, like David sometimes be like, "Oh, let's watch this," and I'm like, and I, I'd be like, "Oh no, 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 I can't watch that now." And he'd be like, "But you love it," and I'd be like, "Yeah, but I just can't watch it now. Like I can't watch that right now. Like there's certain things that you can only watch at certain times, and you can't like just switch it up and then." like you, ha- you have to be in the right frame of mind do you know what I mean
2: yeah you need to be in that yeah frame of mind Oh uh, yeah I, I get that I get that like, yeah, like I usually to- watch RuPaul's Drag Race after doing like five lines of coke um, then yeah. taking a few downers and then some crystal meth and then yeah. I really get into it and I kind of know the girls more intimately then
1: yeah like I wouldn't be uh, I, wouldn't it. I wouldn't be going for something like that now without a little bit of damn Jimmy jump up in me like do you know
2: So you call it Interesting Anyway we have to move on to the next question um, and it comes in from Jennifer Wal- Walker Sorry Jennifer Walker Cassius Ka- Sorry Jennifer if I'm pronouncing that wrong and Jennifer asks Does she have a fantasy hall pass slash date
1: Oh my god That's a really good question Oh my god Did I say something about this the other day Like that I might want I I can't remember who I said it about I don't officially have one I don't officially have one But like mm, See the thing is Any of them them that I would want to haul past for Like they would just be so Beautiful that I would just Like piss my pants When I met them and then, yeah, but who are they?
2: Then. Which celebrity is it? Which person is it? Um, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I forget. I actually do. Right oh, is it it is
2: awkward admitting it when I'm the one asking it. <laughs> I understand.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that I, I bat for the other team. I get it. It's
1: tough. It is toughy, toofy, toughy.
2: Jennifer, um, we'll ha- we'll put that on hold, will no, we? Jennifer, I remember.
1: I, remem- I remember like an old standing one like for all time right. is Killian Mur- Murphy. Back. It's Killian Murphy because I just think the actor Murphy. so beautiful. Like so beautiful. But like I'd hmm. just shit myself if I met him and then I don't think we'd be having any sexy time because that'd be really messy.
2: Oh <laughs> why well, you're messy and sexy time, is that what you're saying?
1: I don't know. Can you tell me anything about that?
2: I think you have prolapse maybe I don't know
1: <laughs> Next <laughs>
2: <laughs> Or, or as, as One person who I shall not um, Name and it's not you Annie One person once said to me The doctor said that my my <laughs> The doctor said that my kitchen shelf Has fallen down And they have to put it back up
1: Oh my God. Yeah <laughs>
2: no. Moving on And the final question is It uh, comes from Root Newcomb And Root asks How many accents can Annie do And then she has in brackets Convincingly Annie laughing face emotion <laughs> And then she says I'm behind in shows So I hope this hasn't been covered already It hasn't Root. so you're in for today So here we go Annie oh, I know. I'll I... count you in Uh, You please state the country And then your accent No I can't I actually And Annie I can't I
1: can't Do it Start off
2: soft Start off soft Or do you want me to call out the countries
1: Yeah yeah Because I can't think Just call them out and I'll just (laughs) I'll just see what I can do
2: Okay we'll start off Simple enough Annie North Thumberland
1: I was down the shop in Northumberland and I was getting a packet of smokes and I said, they're not silk cut. I smoke (laughs) Marlborough.
2: Moving swiftly on, Annie, to down under Australia.
1: G'day, Alf. There's a shrimp stuck in the barbie. (laughs) Uh, uh um um let's go for a surf Where's jesus
2: that was that was <laughs> oh that was a zinger okay we're moving on over to america annie but we're going to the state of wisconsin
1: it's wisconsin not wisconsin <laughs> That's and i'll tell I said, you something you else me. it's illinois not Illinois. And I apologize to everyone in the U.S. Um, all out Wisconsin. Oh, that's all I know. Oh my god, I actually have cringed I can do. Myself. I can, I can I do. Minnes- I can do Minnesota. I think.
2: Oh my god! Wait, now uh, yeah, turn on the news. There's, there's a ticker on the bottom of the screen saying "there's a breaking news
1: <laughs> coming in" or something.
2: I should hold on. Hold on. And thank you for joining us in the newsroom for this story. <laughs> Miami Herald endorses candidate who says she was taken by space aliens. The newspaper is endorsing a Republican congressional candidate who says she was abducted by Jesus-like aliens. Bettina Rodriguez Aguilera, a former Doriel councilwoman, is running in the primary to replace the retiring uh, Republican Eliana Rosalita. Oh, why the names? Why? I can't pronounce them and I feel bad. She's Mary Jo in Florida's 27th Congressional District and despite the contenders out of this world claims, she has the tons up from a major mainstream newspaper. She's a strong candidate in the race with plausible conservative ideas, the Herald wrote. Conservative ideas, the Herald wrote. The Daily Editorial Board conceded that Rodriguez Aguilera is an unusual candidate, but agreed with her that her comments about her close encounter aren't an issue in the race. Okay, would you would you be interested in now um would you vote for this lady?
1: Absolutely Annie? 100%. I would We
2: just would. did a poll with our viewers and they said 100% in 20 <laughs> in 2009 <laughs> interviewer interviews that the herald reported on last October Rodriguez Aguilera claimed she was taken into a ship at age seven by blonde space people who resembled the Christ the Redeemer statue in Rio de Janeiro. The paper said they telepathically communicated off and on since then. I went in. There were some round seats that were there and some quartz rocks that controlled the ship. Not like airplanes, she said, according to the Herald. She told the Herald last year that she was merely among a majority of Americans who believe that there must be intelligent life in the billions of planets and galaxies in the universe. Addressing more earthly concerns, the Herald wrote in its endorsement, Her bona fide fide as a former elected official and now a businesswoman who spends time in other countries training women to run for office are solid. We are giving this woman our vote because she's seen Jesus, alien type Jesus.
1: <laughs> and now
2: Roshin is back with the weather.
1: It's gonna be warm. Um, I, I, I'm going to totally vote for that woman. I, I, I would absolutely vote for someone who who said that they were abducted by aliens. Like as long as like they, I think that they'd be actually good at the job as well. They'd be fucking better than the shower cunts that we have right now.
2: Well. Yeah, but she's in America. This is Annie. Do you understand the concept of countries?
1: Yeah, maybe I'm moving, Will, and maybe I'm moving to get away from you. Because I tell you something: you
2: You'll are fucking never escape me, Annie. You are really,
1: really, and I'm sorry, guys, if you've picked up on any passive aggressiveness coming from me today. It's there. I'm. It's there. You wouldn't believe the amount of stuff this guy does to fucking. Grind my ears
2: (laughs) What? Can I I think we just need to sing I think we just need to sing A bicycle made for two Because it has two wheels And there's two seats Just for me and you A bicycle made for two (laughs) Thank you for listening to us For this episode of Mysteries of the Unexplained. If you would like to hear more, you can join up to our Patreon. At Mysteries of the Unexplained. For oh, sorry, a Patreon. Oh, sorry. Just search on Patreon. Mysteries of the Unexplained.
1: Because <laughs> we'll can't remember the fucking Patreon address. And um, I'd just like and to where say else guys can
2: you hear? Sorry, Annie. Where else can you find us on socials? Have you learnt them yet, Annie?
1: You can find us at um, Mysteries of the Unexplained Pod on Instagram. And you can find us at um, Mysteries of the Unexplained Pod on Twitter. And you can join our Facebook. Thank you. Thank you. I learned two things this week. And you can join (laughs) our Facebook group, which um, asks very difficult questions to get in. So get those fucking books out and start getting the nose down. And you can join us on Stereo this um, week on 9 O'clock, nine p.m. Irish time. That's actually Greenwich time. Will thinks there's a thing called Irish time, but it's actually um, Eastern European time, Western European time. I do so, you hear
2: so, the? Do you hear so like ages. the ignorance that she, the way she speaks to me? Everybody, can you yes. hear that in her tone? It's yes. terrible. She yes. is. Well, bunty. a family pet. A she family is. Pet,
1: <laughs> a family pet must know who's the boss, and um, you know. <laughs> If they pee on the floor, shove their nose in it and throw them out the back door. <laughs> oh
2: my god. <laughs> so you're calling me an actual dog that you're going to make me pee on the floor and put my own nose in it. I
1: didn't say you were a dog. Perhaps you were a or of other small rodent. I'm calling the
2: cops. I'm mother calling small the
1: cops. I'm calling the cops. Okay, thank you and
2: goodbye. Join us next week for more mysteries of the unexplained. Of the unexplained. Of the unexplained.